You are listening to Level Up Your Gaming Podcast, episode 51, your next game after a long campaign. Today we talk about your next game that you do after your long campaign. We discuss how to recharge your batteries and reset before your next chronicle. We also cover some of the pitfalls of jumping into the next game too fast. If you'd like to participate in the discussion or leave us feedback, you can contact us at levelupyourgamingpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash levelupyourgaming. If you like the content and want to hear more of the show, subscribe and we'll ensure you don't miss an episode. New episodes come out almost every Wednesday. Also, please review, tell a friend about the podcast, or share with your gaming group. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Welcome into the Level Up Your Gaming Podcast. My name is Aaron, and joining me in person, he always has a follow-up to a good story, Jared. Hey. How you doing, Jared? <laughs> Not bad. How have you been? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I can't, you can't, can't quite complain right now. Uh, I've got a, uh, not, not right now, but in a couple months, um, I'm going to be taking a long trip, uh, to one of my brother's wedding. And then I'm going to be going to Charleston for 18 days in addition to that. So I'll be gone for like a full month. Oh, wow. So this would be great. That's fantastic. Well, congratulations to your brother as always. Yes. Uh, (laughs) And I take it you're going to Charleston. You're going to visit Brian while you're in? Uh, I'm hoping that we get to visit Brian. I mean, I don't know what things are going to look like COVID-wise around then. Yeah. Um, I, I, he basically said, uh, give me more of a heads up around that time. Like, let him know. Because, uh, you know, with, with everything that's going on with mm-hmm. Kirsten's parents and stuff, you know, it's just. Yeah. No, and, it, you know, everyone's level of personal safety. Um, yeah, they, they've they've been more uh, strict with everything they're doing down there too. So it's you know they're he said you know he'd probably make time to be able to come see me and whatnot. But that'd be great. Yeah, be good to see him. It's also looking at different places in the U.S. to go live. Um, that's not here. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because we're all looking for that at the, at, the, at this mo- at this moment. I'm kind of like um, I don't want to be here long term. So let's see where yeah. where else I can go. No, I agree. Like, um, with all my travel, like, I, I know, like, I would love to move to Montana. Oh, my God. It's so beautiful. Like, I just, um, I don't know if we have any, do we have any listeners in Montana? You you see the statistics and stuff like that. Uh, I'd have to take a look. I, oh. I don't know. We, we, we have them from all over. We have listeners in, like, Colorado. We've got some in uh, California, obviously Indiana. We've got a bunch here in Illinois. Um, That's fantastic. Love you all. Uh, yes. Love you all. Thank you for listening. Share it with friends. Uh, we got our friends over there um, in uh, Massachusetts, yep. Maryland, that area. I do like Massachusetts and Vermont and New Hampshire. Those are those are really beautiful states. Did you know, uh, supposedly, uh, Vermont does not allow any billboards really? uh, in the whole state because uh, it destroys the beauty of the state. Oh, interesting. I, I, I know that. I, if it's true, that's pretty awesome. Um like go them like i think it's fantastic because i was driving through um uh, new hampshire which is just right next to vermont and it's just beautiful it's absolutely beautiful um so what is our topic for the day yes as we get back on topic back on topic well not on topic but we're going to start talking about the topic which is um we're actually following up after last week which was how to build a long campaign we're going to be talking about what to do as your next game after a long campaign because you know, obviously, we've whether or not you've been there yet, you're going to tell this great epic story around. Uh, I think we said uh, Necromancer. Yeah, um, yeah, we did. 
and you know you can't follow it up with another great epic story about a necromancer. Yeah, that's a no no. <laughs> <laughs> I guess our first, our, my my first advice to every storyteller is after you tell a nice long campaign, um, even if you're telling a short campaign, uh, you know, you don't want to follow up un- unless the short campaign is supposed to be a series with like a main through line. Um, but I think we'll talk about that later. We got to um, have a topic about that. Um, really, you just want to make sure that you do <laughs> rule number one, do something different. Um, you know, your players have had a year and a half of chasing this uh, necromancer yes. uh, across a continent. Or your great villain, whatever you want. Your great villain, uh, you know, the uh, the siren or whatever. They've, they've, um, they've found friends. They've, they've, you know, seen people die along the way, all sorts of other love, things. Love, loss, and... Yeah, it's, it's a really heavy game. The moment that you leave that game, your players are going to be wanting uh, most likely more of that game. Yeah. Um, and you don't want to recreate it with just new characters. And when you get force your characters into creating new characters, um, they're just not going to have the same level of attachment to the character. They're, they're not. Um, that's, that is for certain. Um, you know, and that's why... Go back, listen to our episode on the epic endings, on doing epilogues, um, because really what you need to do is create that solid divide um, between that was the old game. You know, it's finished. We did a great job. We loved it. The epilogue really brings a lot of closure. Uh, that epic ending brings closure to the game. So, you know, they're, they know their characters will live on, you know, uh, in the legends and tales of that land those characters will live on um, in, in your memories. You know, that's that's why it's so key to have to have a really solid ending. Um, so one of the things that you're going to do is make sure that you are going with something different. Um, you know, thematically, mood. Um, I'm not saying a different setting. Um, you know, sometimes it's cool to play off uh, an old setting that you've established. Um, it might satiate some of the players who are like, I really miss that old game. You know, because it's kind of cool to visit a town as a different character and maybe in a different time. You know, it's four years after the heroes have, have done their journey. Um, and you can always throw, like, little widgets in there of, like, oh, you're adventurers? About a year ago we had a group of adventurers in here. I hope you rise to their challenge. You know, uh, so setting is something that I will say... Uh, you don't have to necessarily break with, um, but you do want to create the deviation or the the division that this is a new game. Um, one thing that you're going to have, Aaron brought up a good point, like people like, oh man, I really loved this character and I'm not so attached. I want to play my old character. Um, that's, a, that's a firm can't do. Those characters, unless you're doing a sequel to your, to your two-year-long campaign, and that's an entirely different topic in itself. And actually, it is kind of related. Do you do I do a sequel? But the the, the whole thing with the sequel, and if you're going to even think about doing a sequel to the game that you just did, there has you, to be a break. You, you you did this with yeah. There has to be a break. And even when you when you do this, I would I would not advise going from one long campaign directly into another. I would separate it by some one shots. Let the let the memory you know still linger with the old campaign before you put characters and players back into a new campaign. 
Because if you're going to, especially if you're going to go long campaign to long campaign, you just have to have some division. Whether that be, you know, you've given this podcast to your other gaming group and, you, you know, there somebody else is going to rise up and tell some stories for a little bit. Get somebody else or, 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 or tell a different story. Tell, tell a romp. Tell something that's fun that, that you can do with any characters. Okay, everybody make level five characters. Everybody make, you know, rank three characters. You know, everybody make, you know, vampires. And you can put dots wherever the hell you want to put them. Like, yeah. It, it, having a secured break is important because here, here's one of the things, you know, um, you, you've, you've used a lot of creative juices for the last two years or year or heck, even six months is, is a decent it's a decently long campaign, six months. Um, you know, what you need to do is realize you got to. <laughs> my wife is a therapist. If you guys didn't know, you need to initiate some self care. Um, you know, which means you have been driving and and creatively going after it, and you might feel like I could roll right into the next campaign. Um, I I do want to give you the advice. Of take some time for you. Um, experienced GM advice right Yeah, here. take some time for you because you might feel like you could dive into the next two-year campaign. You might feel motivated and, and clear-headed and uh, creatively juiced. Just be sure because you never know, you know, you're, you start planning another two-year-long campaign, but the battery's only got six months of charge in it. That's why you, you want to preemptively take a little time for you. Wanna, and Aaron kind of touched on some of the key points. First, what I want you to do is look to the other storytellers of your group. You have provided two solid years, a year, six months of entertainment on the Friday night. You have brought it. You, you came to an end. Let somebody else try to take the seat for, you know, a, a few weeks. Maybe... You know, uh, what whatever they want to establish. Set no, set no expectation with this. Use this more of this as an experimentation period. Yes. Oh, my God. And this is a great time to experiment. We've just done a long campaign. Let's experiment with some stuff. Maybe try out a new game a system, like, you know, moving from um, White Wolf or D&D to, um, you know, Star Wars or move from Star Wars to... Uh, uh, the City of Mist, which is a system that I can't wait for one day that we play. Um, you know, this is a great time to start experimenting, reaching out, looking at different uh, game systems that have inspired you over those two years. Like, for example, we right now are running White Wolf, and we're running this detective series, and I am, I am in so in love with it. Like, the idea of doing another game is, is very distasteful for me at this point. I'm like, a different game. We'll, event, we'll, we'll, be, we'll, we'll eventually be playing roll this till we're it, fifty. We'll, we'll eventually <laughs> roll into it. There will there will be a point when we when we hit something else with it, but it, it's it's not there yet. I mean, no, it, it, I'm sorry. Like I, in my brain, like I said, this is distasteful for me. I'm like, we'll be doing this until we're fifty. <laughs> we'll 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 consider a week break when I've reached my fiftieth birthday. Good sir. That's how that's how this is gonna roll because like I I love this game and I'm I'm having just so much fun and, and creatively, oh my god it just lets me run wild, um, so um, you know 
one of the things, uh, but I am reading other books. Uh, for example, I've uh, I've really gotten into some of the games produced by uh, Free Liga. Um, they are a role playing uh, publisher out of Sweden, and they've come out with uh, you know two games that have really just kind of I'm like whoa, or three games actually. Um, and and forgive me, I don't I, I can't remember the the name of the third one. It is a Swedish. Uh, name all their books are in english so it's not like well jared's swedish maybe he speaks swedish i mean like i can can say a prayer in swedish that's that's about the extent of my swedish um you know because you know family you got to be able to say grace in in swedish so um i'm not gonna not gonna break into my swedish um but they all their books are in english um the settings are all based uh in uh not all. Uh, they do have off settings. Um, you know, for example, let's look at Tales of the Loop. It has its own TV show. I believe it's on Amazon Prime. So uh, Tales of the Loop is very much along the line of, uh, if, if you're like, I've never heard of this show, uh, it's very much along the line of Stranger Things. I mean, like, honestly, if you've seen Stranger Things, it's very akin. And it, it's, it's a very cool system. So this is a time that you could be like, hey, guys, you know, I've... I've seen this over the while I was storytelling, and I kind of want to try it out. And at this point, your players, they've had two years of, of you doing a certain game. I, 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 it is my hope and desire that your players would be like, man, let's, let's, let's give him something that he wants, you know? Yeah, the, the nice thing about the Long Chronicle in a way, is that your players will oftentimes see things. So it, there's a good and a bad to it. The good in, in it is if you have any other aspiring GMs in your group, they will want to run a story. Okay, they will want to, they will see what you did, you stepped up, you did it, they will want to try and emulate and do the same. Okay, the downfall to it is that if you have any players in your your group who say that we want to be GMs, but we can't ever do what you just oh, did. Oh God, I hate that. It, I I hate that because it's it's people putting themselves down. You know, the human condition is so unique and so amazing and so beautiful. Um. Oh my God, philosophy with GM Jared. Um. <laughs> humans are are such beautiful creatures. We are. Uh, I, you know, if, if you're listening to this podcast, I, I hope you understand just how beautiful and unique you are. You know, humans are so beautiful, unique. And when, when, when pe- players look at other storytellers and say, I can never do that. I can never rise to that occasion. Yes, you can. The, the human, human beings have overcome, um, the age of saber tooth tigers with nothing but fire and a sharpened stick. You can rise to the occasion. There is, there's unlimited potential in humans. And the thing is for you as a storyteller, when you hear that from one of your people metaphysically slap them in the face, that's my hope that what you will do not physically do not slap them in the face. Um, you know, encourage them. Provide them that courage because these are your friends and your friends should never say like, oh, I'll never, you know, like it's great. You know, Aaron is a very fit person. I used to be a very fit person. There was a time where it was 
cheered with cheered, muscles cheered up to his neck. Guns. Cheered, cheered the, with the guns and, and the chest. It was the gun My inflatable show every, chest. Every, every time I came over, it was the gun show and the inflatable chest. I got it. Ch- after I bench press my chest for some odd reason, just it, it swells even, even now. Um, but Aaron never discourages me. He knows I want to lose some weight that I've gained. Uh, you know, this is what 40 or eight years of teaching will do to you. You will gain weight. <laughs> I, I never understood like the teachers who were fit except for the gym teachers. Cause let's be honest, they don't do anything. They're cone jackies. I, I said it. Oh, I said it. Aaron's looking at me like, we're going to lose a I'm, gym I'm like, teacher. I'm like, if we have a gym teacher who's listening to this podcast, you can, you can write me a letter. Yeah, you, you, write into the level up your gaming podcast at gmail.com email and uh, go ahead and, and tell Jared off. Go ahead. Tell me off. I don't uh, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> click your stopwatch come on bring it also please keep listening yes i, I do apologize you actually you do have a I, I, i'm kidding because there were gym teachers that i've worked with who were absolutely fantastic um and and they really did care about kids physical fitness so i'm sorry i've, I've worked with some bad gym teachers i've worked with some great gym teachers uh so i should take that back i'm gonna reel that back uh <laughs> feel so <laughs> mea culpa i apologize um, mea culpa about 30 seconds after about to, oh my god i uh, okay but back on topic um you know help your players rise to the to the occasion to that time um you know encourage them you know go back to i forget what podcast that we talked about you know encourage them to do a one session a two session you know, give them the podcast for, for running a one shot um, and be like, just follow these simple steps and, and you can go. Um, heck, even our side stories, how to improve your side stories is a great podcast for them to listen to, to tell them how to create a, you know, a, a one to four, sh- four game. That, that that game could be a one shot. The one that we talked about there could. Susan the Living God. Susan the Living God. It could very well be a one shot. <laughs> I, I loved that story. I'm sorry. Like that was one of my finest. A noble asks you to ask your group to, to, to escort them. You don't have to worry about the gathering. You say your group's a group and yeah, you're, you're a group of mercenaries and you've been together for five years. Boom. You're gathered. You're and, gathered. Yeah. You, you don't, you don't need to do a lot of work in there. And again, you, the, the, the problem with the long campaign when the players try to follow it up is the players see it and they go, I just, I just can't ever do it. I just can't ever do it. And then, but but they can. The 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 thing they is, can, and I it's not a competition. The the thing is, it's not a competition, and I'm not expecting you. Again, this is a time for experimentation. Try something out. I'm not expecting you to, to, tell a long campaign. I just want you to tell a story. I just want you to tell a story to entertain some people. Give me a little bit of time to rebuild my creative juices, okay? And you know, give everyone else a break. Let somebody else ex- let them experience, you know, the angle and the experience from a different storyteller. And again. Share this with your gaming group. Yes. Right? Share this out. podcast with your gaming group because we do. I, again, I was not a, I did tell stories in our group. Yeah, you I, did. I never told a lot of stories in our group. Jared is, was until three years ago, the de facto GM. Yeah. I mean, it, but the thing is, is, is with storytelling, the more you do it, the more confidence you gain. The and, more you, the more you see the tricks that you use to do it. The more, yeah. I mean, it, it, it starts to make more sense. It, you don't want your players, if your players are going to jump into the storytelling thing, don't just have them do it once. Have them do it a couple of times because the more they do it, they'll start figuring it and, out. And, and they need the tricks. They need the toolboxes that, you know, our podcast and many other podcasts like us uh, provide, you know, like cheating. I will, I, 
given any episode, I think I bring up how much I cheat at least once an episode of, of how I fudge rolls in my player's favor. And even if it's a one shot that they do, I mean, like, it doesn't even have to be a really challenging one shot as long as it's you know, filled with a lot of combat and you just, boom, explosions. I mean, you can Michael Bay this shit. Okay? Michael Bay it. Just, <laughs> you know, it, it's nothing but explosions and gunfire, and uh, it's a good time had by all. Um, or it's it's a, a a scary romp through a haunted house. It's, you know, whatever, whatever gets the players going. It's an adventure through a wondrous land on, on the back of a flying whale. Wow, I'm using a lot from our... Uh, Side hey, you, story you're, you're bringing them all back. The yeah. flying whale's back. The flying whale is back. Um, so you know, encourage them for the for the one, the two. You know, maybe maybe say, hey guys, let's let's just go around the circle once. Everyone tell a one or two shot. If you've got a gaming group of eight, that's two months. Uh, if you've got a gaming group of four, that's still a month. Um, you know, everyone goes around the circle twice. That's again back to two months. Um, and again, just set some set, set some simple expectations there. Just be like, like, listen, I'm not looking for you to run a fifty, you know, session game, you know, with a beginning, middle, end, and all that craziness. Run a one shot. Run a run a run a run a three session story. Run something compact and tight and good. Yeah, and 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 the thing is, is and I do want to bring this up. If you have a group that is adamant, like, no, we can't do this. We can't, you don't have one single person who's willing to step up to the bar, you know, plan some activities together as friends that don't involve gaming because you do have to self care. Like, uh, Aaron, Brian and I, uh, always do zombie movie nights. Um, we love bad zombie movie. We actually have trouble finding bad zombie movies because we watch so many. We watch a lot of them and blockbusters out of business now. Blockbusters out of business, but there's Netflix. Yeah, but Netflix is not quite this. I mean, it's not walking around. It's, it's, it's it's back in the day when blockbuster was a thing. Um, you used to be able to walk around the outside part of blockbuster and you would, you would find them. You go, okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, that's a good one. You'd come out with about five of them, and then we 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 decide based on those five which ones we were going to do. It's a little bit harder with Netflix because to dig deep into Netflix takes some time. It does. <laughs> it takes more time than walking around a store, which is hilarious. Um, you know, so the, the playing some activities, maybe just a, a get together and a good night of just having fun you know like a not a house party like aaron and aaron and i can just hang out for hours we you do can, hang out yeah, for hours we, we can hang out for hours i mean we're friends if if you want to be more mario um, kart yeah mario kart games try and do something else with your gaming group um you know potentially also if maybe if you don't have players who want to who want to gm very adamant about not gming um or even if they're thinking about potentially doing it, but they just don't have enough time to lead up to it, do like a development night. Okay. That'd be great. Great idea. You, you, you know, pop up and be like, Hey, listen, I, I was the de facto GM. I'm willing to give anybody here an ear. If you want to a- ask questions. We can kind of put things together. What you want to do as a group is you kind of want to spitball and get yourself some ideas for games, things that people would like to do as a group. And then, you know, you know, put it together. And so, like, that might give other GMs a, a good idea. That's a great idea. I mean, getting together – excuse me for a second. <clears throat> Sorry, allergies. So, uh, getting together as a group of friends and, and throwing ideas off each other, everyone's just going to sit in. We're all going to kind of design our, our, our little one-shots together. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, I have a great time actually sitting with Aaron because sometimes we do, you know, after a game we'll sit and uh, we'll just chat for a couple hours, but I'll work on game stuff while I'm chatting with Aaron. Um, you know, uh, and, and when, when Brian was here, we would, <laughs> we would chill out for hours after game, um, you know, and it's just ideas and, and throwing it. Well, you know, cause then it gives everyone that courage that we're in this as a group. Um, Hey, you know, Jack, I'm, I'm, I want to do that. What's that one uh, game that, that you really like? Oh, city of mist. Oh, I read that book 50 times. Well, uh, can, can I run one? Yeah, let me tell you all about it. And he gets everyone psyched off each other's energy. Mm. Um, you know, because storytelling shouldn't be in a vacuum. It, it shouldn't be this this uh, wanderer down the road with pouring rain. Uh, you know, I carry this large load by myself. No, you are, you are, you know, your friends are there with you and they, and they should join you on this journey and you should welcome them to join you on your journey um, because you have to, and, and it really comes back to, you need, have to take some time for you and, and focus on other things. Cause if anything, you know, we're talking about upping your uh, level of gaming and, and, and self-care is a huge thing and having a good balance of, of taking care of yourself while taking care of the game is, is, is so crucially important. So after that long campaign, I do want you to take some time for yourself. Pat yourself on the back, sleep in on Saturday instead of waking up for your 8 a.m. Saturday morning maintenance hour. You know, no, sleep in, do it, do it, be bad. Um, so if, you know, l- getting more back to getting, oh, my voice cracked right there. I was like a 13-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that didn't just break our listeners' eardrums. Um, so, what one of the things that I do want you to, um, you know, look at at the session is is the differences. Maybe experimentation with different systems. Um, try to look at at more compact stories. Um, I don't want you to just jump into okay. I want to do another six monther. No, I want you to look into doing a four sessioner. Something that you can just sit back and relax, and you're going to need that development time. I don't want you to move from this great campaign that you had such a fantastic time telling. You came to that ending. You have to reward yourself, because otherwise, if you jump back into just storytelling and, and hitting the grind, trust me, there's there's the threat of burnout. Um, I'm creatively burnt out. I, I, I've seen it. I've experienced it. Oh, my God, I've experienced it so many times. It's, it was bad, especially when, when you were really the only GM for our group, is that nobody else could then pick up the reins when you were burnt. It was, we just had to take time. Yeah. And and, 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 and believe me, when you love gaming every week, it's tough just to take time. When, when like, again, the, the de facto hobby here that we have is on Saturday nights we game. Yeah, that's, okay? that's, our, that's our sport. And that's what we do. And when we do it, you know, I, I, I love it. I, I enjoy it immensely and it, it's brought me great joy over the last 30 years i mean it's it's, it's wonderful <laughs> over the last but, 30 years we've had a great time <laughs> but you know i i can't expect jared to spit out stories every week over the last 30 years he's gotten better at being able to spit out stories on the fly but effectively what ended up happening early on in our gaming kind of you know hobby is you would just kind of be like okay let's make some new characters and and 
and see what happens. See I've what got sticks. this idea for a scene, and I would try to rush it together. And typically, what two, three sessions later, we'll see what game sticks. Would drop. Yeah, we, we, we'd make it through the first night, and at the end of the first night, whether good or bad, uh, night of gaming, we'd be making new characters the next week, and new characters the next week, and we were doing this constantly until you know, again, five weeks later, you eventually hit something that had traction, and then we we move with it. And and, and that's just not the way to do it. And, and, and that's what's great about this podcast and why I love doing it so much. Because if this sounds like your group or what you're doing, like, oh, we, we do, you know, we have, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry, that was right into the mic. I feel bad for our listeners on this one. Um, so, you know, one of the, one of the things that, um, you know, I, I've done that. And if this sounds like you, you need to, need to break that. And what you need to do is get the other people involved because I've done that so many times, you know, where it was, it was literally, oh, this one got traction. Let's move forward on this one and last for maybe a couple more nights rather than yeah, two. Yeah, sometimes it'd be three nights, sometimes it'd be five nights. It, 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 you always, and then a lot of times after a long campaign, you'd always have to, to shut it down. Like we'd have to stop gaming for like two or three weeks. And again, we, we tried to be, you're like, I need a break. I need a break. You, you, there, there's several times when you needed a break. Yeah, and the good the good thing is is that is that your main GM in your group, they're typically a very creative person. Okay, if you're a player listening to this, they're 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 typically a very creative person. They're always thinking of new ideas. Oh God, they, okay, they're and, always. Well, I'm, I'm I'm speaking for Jared here. <laughs> um, what I did notice is that if if I could step up to the plate and provide something that would last four or five sessions, Jared would be ready to jump back in the saddle. He needed usually about three to five sessions to really kind of feel like I got it. I've got an idea. This is going to work. Okay. Yeah. And, but again, he was always trying to build the long campaigns. If you're trying to build smaller stories, go the op- episodic route. It's a lot easier to build. Something. Oh my God. It's it just, it, I'm going to tell you right now. It's just a hell of a lot easier to build something that only goes four sessions because you've got, you know all the hooks. You know everywhere which way that it's going to go. It's 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 just it's just more. It's just easier to to envision. It's it's thing. it's a complete package. You know it's because you know go back to our 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 podcast on the long campaign, uh, where most of it is kind of a mystery when you first start. Like you're like okay, I've got my first month of games done, or first month of of sessions done, and I know what I'm doing for session one hundred and. 104 yeah yeah 104 i know what i'm doing for that but then you've got you know 100 or 99 sessions that are like i have no clue what i'm doing it's a lot of ambiguity and there's a lot of room for changes and and stuff like that when you've got a four session game it's the complete package this is what it's going to be um you know i think aaron and i god did we discuss this um on the podcast no we didn't um you know, there's a, a, a game out. Um, I, I'm, I'm my brother and I are huge fans of the Alien series. Every Christmas, without fail, we have watched one of the Aliens because my brother lives in California. Um, and when he flies in, every every Christmas we have watched an Aliens movie together. There there has to be. We are we are such Titanic fans of the series. Um, I I could literally do the second one in an interpretive dance. It's that bad. Uh, so if you're like me, uh, you know, God bless you. It's a freaking amazing series. I, you know, I've jumped into the comics and, and all that stuff. Um, I'm very inspired to do uh, an Aliens game. 
I am actually not planning a huge campaign around it. For the first time, outside of the detective series, in my life, I'm like, I'm going to make a... I'm going to aim for four sessions. That's what I'm going to aim for. Four sessions. Because, again, I don't think the detective series are going to let go until I'm 50. That's my goal. But, um, you know, just to do something different, have a little bit of fun. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm actually... I'm not developing it. I'm, I'm gathering some ideas from the books and stuff like that. It's an entirely new system, an entirely new environment. Um, you know, and... Heck, entirely new universe, um, and and it really, what I'm I, I'm I'm excited to do it, but I'm only doing a four session thing, and that's that's the advantage of episodic, um, because I can really create a very awesome game for four sessions, and literally what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to start development on it. Yeah. Right now, I'm developing a a story for a detective game. Um, Right now, it's looking probably around five sessions or so. Um, five, maybe, you know, but my last game, I was like, I want I want five sessions, one for seven. That was fantastic. You know, I think I, I really wanted that eight for some odd reason. I don't know why I wanted that. Maybe it's an even number thing. I don't know. How, however many sessions you were going for. Uh, it, 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 it exceeded expectations. It, it exceeded expectations, and it, it, was, it, was, it was fantastically done. You know, it's, it's funny. You, you design these games with certain expectations. Like, and, and, and that's something that I've also learned over the years. Um, developing games with expectation, with the idea of scope. Yeah, throwing out those project management terms. Um, I want four sessions. All I'm going for is a solid base hit. I want to get to first base, maybe second. I want to double. That's all I want. Um, not... You know, because I think a lot of storytellers walk into games and they're like, I want a grand slam all the way through through the bleachers into the other city. That's how bad I want to hit this out of the park. Again, your your players determine whether or not it's a grand slam. Yeah, they're going to determine that. My goal is like, I just want a solid base hit. Like, I now make games where literally like I'm bunting for time. Our, our, our first game of the third part of the detective series. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is a bunt for time, you know, and and it, it, and I think to be perfectly honest, the game was a bunt. It wasn't it wasn't the best game I've ever done, um, but you know, the, this one I was like, I want a solid base hit, and I, I don't know, uh, you know, I wanted to get to first base. I wanted first base, and I wanted about five or four weeks, four to five weeks. I got seven, and Aaron, what would you say? It was a double, triple? I thought it was a great game. I thought it was. I thought it was home run. That. Yeah, I'd give you a home run. For all right, so there, you know, there you go. It exceeded my expectations. I'm extraordinarily happy about that, um, and I'm now moving on to my uh, next game. Um, so during that time, I was developing my next game. That's done. I, I have literally got that thing in roll twenty, sitting there, ready to go. Music, maps, NPCs, dramatic situations, timeline, everything. Which it's is great because I'm about to run a game, and my game is probably only you know two two sessions maybe three because you guys are, are slow sometimes and you take your, take your sweet ass time <laughs> but i'm already moving on to my next game so my third game um that one i expect maybe five sessions and i'm really going because you know i uh the last two games i've not done so much horror uh i've done more the adventure feel you know this one i'm going for straight i want to scare aaron and brian out of their socks that's what i want to do and um you know, so I'm, I'm building towards that. That's my expectation. I want a good triple, and I want a triple to be scary. And again, the, the, this all ties back into, you know, 
what you're trying to do here is you're trying to experiment in this time after the war. Yes. And you know, whether it be again, if you're if you're a D and D group, you love D and D, you know, whatever edition you you play, um, just remember that at the if you ran a campaign that was two years long, you all got to level twenty, uh, you know, whatever the, your max level is in was in your game. Um, you know, if you you adapted some other rules for it, if you did all of that and you 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 did that, your players are going to be so attached to those characters that I would highly suggest if, if you don't have another person who wants to run a game to then just do a, another game system. Okay. It, that's a great just, idea. Just, just, just try another game system for a little while, have another one in your back pocket, um, you know, pick, see if you can pick one up and just do something short in another game system. You know, and, and if I may piggyback on that, um, you know, the great thing about bringing a new, a new kind of system is nobody knows how the dice roll. You know, I mean, everyone's learning. It's a learning experience. And, and you know, there's so many storytellers out there that are like, I want my story to be Tolkien. I want it to be the Mona Lisa. I've even gotten trapped in that. Um, you know, and then when we started reevaluating how we do game, how we do stories, and I realized that it isn't about making a Mona Lisa or pre- creating the perfect Tolkien uh, environment of a, of a game, and it's really about seeing... Uh, Aaron, Brian, uh, can smile and laugh and have a good time. Um, all of a sudden, my fear of doing a new system just faded away because all I can see is uh, in the future, you know, when we do the Aliens game, um, is us laughing because we're screwing up dice rolls left and right. Oh, we're going to be messing up <laughs> dice rolls. We're going to have... We're gonna, we're gonna botch up some 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 rule in the game, and it's gonna be great. Which, gonna which be is fun. It's fine. It, it, it's a time to experiment with something different, and a time to break away from the long game that you just did. Yes, it, whether, it, whether it means that your next game, your next bigger game, is going to be another long campaign. Yeah, a sequel. Same characters. It, yeah. Again, it, we 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 had sequels with with your Shattered Sphere game. That was, that was a, three parts. That was three parts. I mean, your first part was completely incoherent at a lot of times it's hard to follow uh your second part was yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. but it was a good one it was good i it mean it's so like it was it was fun because it was so weird it was that that, that was that, what i was that, going that, that, for. that was what made it really good and then the second game you experiment with something different okay that wasn't as good i feel it still had the same weirdness but it wasn't as good it was it no was, two and three were terrible compared to one in my personal opinion yes the best. The best <laughs> I love how he paused. Yes. <laughs> the the best part about the the about the first game was I was high on Vicodin like half the I, time. So, so I, I knew I, I I you know uh, no, but the best part about the <laughs> the best part about the first game was I, I, the the part that that sticks out to me the most was we learned who the bad guy was. We learned it um, through the, so the way that it was it was done. It was more or less a Christopher Nolan film. It was. Okay. We were jumping around in different times and different events and different situations. Jared always had a key in his back pocket to be able to undo a bad situation. Oh, it was great. It was it was, it was the ultimate cheating. Tool. It rewinded like it and then the game happened often was that it would just you would do a scene and then literally I would rewind that scene and it'd start all over again. And people because it, it was me experimenting with time and and you know if you're listening to this podcast, you know I'm a, a huge fan of temporal theory. And it was, I would just rewind the whole scene. And if it went bad, it would rewind again. It was great. And again, this is a campaign that was built off of um, 
literally a one shot game. Jared was just running something for us that night. Yeah, and because I'd forgotten why I had gotten prescribed Vicodin. I think I had gotten my wisdom teeth. I think out. it was your wisdom teeth, yeah. And like, I, I wanted a game. I wanted to be with my friends. I mean, I was doped up on Vicodin because they pulled out two wisdom teeth, and this was the game I produced. And I, I had a blast. But you know, se- many, many sessions into it, we're sitting in front of, in front of the, the this this guy. He's he's the leader of the of the mage group. It's called the Chantry in, in White Wolf. Um, we had been in the future or some other time line or period where we knew that he was the bad guy and we're sitting there and we're talking with him and we're like, he knows we know. He, he knows, knows we, we know. know. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the conflict that we always talk about. You know, that was the conflict for the night was that they would be sitting in his office and he knows that they know, and they know that he knows that they know. <laughs> and what do you do with a person who, uh, you know, has the capability to just roll you? And, of course, in that opportunity, the villain, he was all about that cat and mouse game. He liked the cat and mouse game. He played a cat and mouse game with us. And you know, we, we got to jump around and do other things. It was, it was just a really fun game. Um, but, again, it was a game that when we hit the end of it, we couldn't just roll back into the next game. No, we couldn't. We had to take a break. Jared had to take a break. We did other games. We did other systems. Uh, thankfully, in White Wolf, you had the options of tr- doing like werewolves, vampires, all sorts of different. Werewolf, things. vampires, mages, scion. Yeah. So, so, th- so there, there's other options to be able to do that. And then you rolled into the next game after we had a sufficient break, and it also gave you time to develop that next game. The next game had more of a coherent story to it yeah it had more of a coherent story but it lacked the the theme and the mood of the first one and that's where i feel that it failed um you know but one of the the, one of the things when you're going after that uh the 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 game after the game had i given myself more of an appropriate break allowed other storytellers to step in i think that i could have produced a lot more um and you know i i guess that's kind of our our theme for this episode is, you know, take that break, try to welcome some other storytellers to the table. If you can't do that, um, you know, you can either bunt, uh, make some bunt games. Just I'm making time. We're just, I want to get together as a group, experiment, go out bowling with your friends. Um, this is also the era of online gaming with, uh, you know, you can join games on Roll20. So if your group wants to hop in with a different storyteller. Oh man, how cool would that be? How cool would that be? This is the age of online. You know, Roll20 is a, is a great platform. I love the platform. Um, you know, just so you all know, we're we're not sponsored by Roll20, so I'm not just saying that as a commercial. We just use it for right now. I mean, it, Jared's already looking at other options. I am. Uh, uh, you know, there's there's so such a plethora out there um, that, you know, I, I always, I'm always looking for the next, next best thing. Um, so, you know, really take that break. Let those creative juices. That's That's my big point for this one is you have to initiate self-care after that long one, because here's the thing. I don't want you to step into the next story, be like, well, I'm going to tell another two year campaign and that two year campaign, that good idea that you had, that creative uh, juice you had flowing gets drizzled out because you didn't take care of yourself. Um, you know, please look at that and, and ways to, to make sure that you're taking care of you after you know and it's kind of that reward you did two years you ended it it's time to reward you a little bit um you 
know, so I, I think that's the that's the point that I, I want to end on. All right, well, for me, I I think that that that's a that's a good way to to end it right there. So, um, if you do like the podcast, you want to give us your feedback, your ideas, your suggestions, your comments on the uh, the episode or the show in general, uh, level up your gaming podcast at gmail is our email. You can also follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash level up your gaming. Uh, please follow us there. Uh, review our podcast on your favorite podcasting site uh go ahead and subscribe to the podcast share it with your players i keep saying that this is really not a joke you should share it with your players <laughs> especially if you need somebody to take over and uh you know try and run a game for you because it can be done brian is a good example of it we're gonna Great do a example. podcast with him somewhere in the future here and brian ran a very good successful <sighs> it was well. it was fantastic um but anyways uh you can also find us on youtube Jared? Smash that like button. <laughs> Just smash it. And uh, and otherwise, you know, do, you know, like I said, share it with with other people. And uh, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. So, anyways, for Jared, I'm Aaron. Have a great week, guys. Have a wonderful week, everyone.